My name is Chris Charbonneau, and I'm the host of the Fall of Roe podcast. I'm a 40-year veteran of the pro-choice movement. I have been the CEO of Planned Parenthoods in seven different states and have decades of experience in the pro-choice realm. This is an unapologetically pro-choice podcast. We are going to talk about the disaster that is the unfolding dismantling of the Roe standard across the United States, creating 50 states worth of patchwork laws, the danger that that poses to anyone of reproductive age and all of us who love them. We need to figure out how we as a collective are going to get through this, change this situation, give ourselves some hope and get back to sanity in this country. Hi, everybody. It's Chris Charbonneau, the host of the Fall of Roe podcast. And today I am bringing another in my series of States of Roe. Today I'm going to focus on the state of Georgia. Georgia has long been hostile to women's reproductive freedom. Georgia had many opportunities to make things more egalitarian, take care of women, take care of anyone who got pregnant, women, girls, anyone with uteruses. They have always in the legislature of Georgia refused to do it. Now, the people of Georgia um, have been pretty evenly split between the people who think um, abortion rights are absolutely critical and the people who want to do away with them. I would suggest, Georgians, that now that Roe is fallen and people can actually do a huge amount of damage with the laws that they pass, that you would see a huge migration of anti-choice people into the pro-choice camp in order to not have a bunch of really horrific consequences befall the entire state. And so I think Georgia would find itself with a result very much like that in Kansas. And so I am going to exhort you now and at the end of this podcast to get out there and vote because you have elected officials that are absolutely not working in the best interests of the people. So let's talk about the history of abortion in Georgia for a little while. Before Roe v. Wade decision, before it came down, when, when all the states had sort of archaic laws in place, many states were beginning to move to create loopholes for people that when women's lives needed to be saved with difficult pregnancies or their health would be irrevocably compromised or they'd been raped or they were victims of incest. Georgia passed a couple of loopholes in the 1960s um, to deal with the hardest cases, but changed the law to keep the requirement that women who are pregnant as a result of incest would need to continue those pregnancies. Can you imagine that? You've got someone impregnated by a father or an uncle, and you're demanding that those pregnancies have to see the light of day. I find that pretty unusual, but that's a bit the spirit of how this has worked in Georgia. So when Dobbs fell, Georgia legislature took immediate action to pass a six-week abortion ban. Now, what that means is that somewhere in the neighborhood of five or six weeks from the first day of your last menstrual period, probably a two-week period after having sex and possibly having gotten pregnant from that exchange, that that would be the day you could no longer have an abortion. The way they measure that is if there's any, what they call, in air quotes, cardiac activity. 
Now, anti-choice people are fond of saying that this is a proof of a heartbeat. There's no heart at that point in a fetus, so it's not a heartbeat. There are a variety of electrical cells that are beginning to fire, and that's what the measurement is. And therefore, uh, they've romanticized that a bit and said, um, that is a magical moment in which you can no longer exercise your right to choose. So I am calling Georgia unsafe for women. I'm sorry, women, families, girls, anyone with a uterus who could become pregnant, uh, really a dangerous, dangerous state. They have done everything in their power in the Georgia legislature, once again, not representing a huge part of their constituency to make abortion access difficult and expensive. A couple of examples of that. They have a 24-hour waiting period. So, of course, most people, when they're making a decision uh, to have an abortion, have thought long and hard about it. Then they call a clinic and they make arrangements and then they come in. The requirement in Georgia is that you go in And then you have 24 hours to think more about it, as if you haven't thought about it yet. And then you have to come back in. They've passed every kind of um, terrible requirement on teenagers. They have a prohibition for women who want to use their insurance to take care of the medical costs of such a thing. Abortion is pretty well covered by insurances because most surgeries are. It's weird that most prevention is not, but most surgeries are. And in Georgia, even though you would have this coverage because your employer might be willing to buy it and your insurance company is certainly willing to sell it to you, um, the state of Georgia has said, no, you can't use your coverage for that. This is going to cost you out of pocket a lot of money. Just another horrific, punitive thing to do to people already in a difficult circumstance. Governor Kemp has vowed to make Georgia have the toughest abortion laws in the state. Um, And Governor Kemp is up for election in November. I would urge you all to think about the safety of all the people you know, not just in the cases of of unintended pregnancies and, and planned abortions like that, but in intended pregnancies where you find it going terribly awry and then suddenly have nowhere to be because Georgia won't allow you to take care of what you need to, and now your life is in danger, and and you don't have anyone willing to serve you in Georgia, because if they do, they'll go to jail, et cetera. Very chilling effect on a lot of medical professionals. So I would urge you all to get out there and vote like your lives depend on it in Georgia, because they most certainly do. Thank you all. Georgia is unsafe. This is another States of Roe. Get out there and vote and take 25 of your friends. Thank you for listening, friends. This is Chris Charbonneau. It's been my pleasure to host this broadcast for you today. And if you'd like to hear more, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts and give us a five-star review. If you'd like to connect with me in some way, please go to fallofrow.com for information. Thank you.